Archives Unlimited. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Great. So uh, <laughs> let's start with intros, starting with Bluey, then me, Obs, and Dragoni. All right, cool. Um, hi, I'm Bluey. I'm a Georgia's and Taco's double teamer, and I use they, them pronouns. Uh, hi, I'm Hazel. I'm in the tacos, um, just the tacos for now, and I use they, them pronouns. Uh, I am OBS. I am kind of uh, unaffiliated, but I guess tacos, um, and I use <laughs> she, her pronouns. I'm Dragoni. I use he, him pronouns, and I have been trapped in the tacos for a full year now. Nice. And I have no hope of ever escaping. <laughs> Yeah, once you're in the tacos, there's no escaping. No escape, it, yep. It's so true. Okay, so before we start, I'd like to try something new for this episode. Okay. I have one icebreaker question for Obs and Dragoni. Oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's do this. If you can have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? Oh gosh, um... Oh, uh, I would probably have a big QR code that when you scan it, it rickrolls you. Tasteful. <laughs> Classic tasteful rickroll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd probably just put a big question mark up there because I am indecisive one put on the spot. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Like As soon as yeah. the question was asked, I'm like, oh, God, what would I put on a bill? Right. <laughs> Maybe just a link to just europlaceball.com or something, because I want more people to know about this stupid sport. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just imagined, like, somebody putting a link to, like, their personal card for some reason, even though that's <laughs> not something I would do. I don't even have a card. <laughs> that's funny. I barely know what a card is. I, I put a link to Nan's wiki page. And that's it. It's <laughs> been collage so, of Nan fan art this? and plaster it up there. <laughs> um, so should we get started with the episode then? Yeah, yeah. sounds great. All right. Okay. Um, so this episode, we're going to talk a bit about the Georges lore. And like... I guess I wanted to start a little bit with um, some backstory on the city itself because um, Atlantis is like, it, it's kind of an infinite city, but not really in the same way that like Los Angeles is in the Blaseball universe. So like, you know, there's that kind of contrast. Like Atlantis isn't really like, it, it's usually just kind of the same city but you'll find like other versions of yourself inside of it. So like, <laughs> and you know, it's an underwater city. It has like these kind of strange properties. And one of the things that Atlantis does is like kind of calls to certain people and like draws them in. Cause like you can basically reach Atlantis through any body of water. Where is Atlantis exactly? It's over there. Um, it's over there. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, I see. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just over there. Yeah. I, it's I like over there? Just, yeah, it's just over there. I mean, it's it's in any body of water. You can just dunk your face into a uh, bathtub or something. And yeah, Oops, in Atlantis. As long as... <laughs> As long as, like, you can submerge yourself in a body of water, you can reach Atlantis. Does it go the other way? Like, can I get Atlanteans yeah. finding out of my pool or something? Yes, but, like, that's more of, like, a willing thing. Like, they'd have to want to go into your pool. Okay. Interesting. I was wondering, like, if, if you do accidentally end up at Atlantis, or at least, like, somehow. Uh, yeah, I was wondering how you would leave. I guess you just dunk yourself into some more water. Yeah, yeah, basically, Sweet. like, you can, you're not, like, trapped or anything, but Atlantis usually, like, brings people to the city who want to be there or, like, need to be there or something. Like, it's, like, if it brings you to Atlantis, there's usually, like, a reason for it. Like, um, talking about some of the player backstories, you know, like, we get a lot of players who are, like, from, like, they, like, were shipwrecked, and then, like, Atlantis brought them to the city to save them. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, what else was I going to say? Okay, um, uh, before you remember, I got a question. Yeah. You are eating bath pizza, and they bring you to Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Listen, if, if Atlantis, I guess, like, if you get brought to Atlantis during while you're eating bath pizza, it's probably to make fun of you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. Okay. Because Atlantis now, is all pizza, bath pizza. <laughs> you know what? Pretty much, yeah. Because, like, the city's underwater. God. Yeah. Uh, okay. My question is, is it, does it have to be pure water? Can it be, like, something that's just water-based? So what I'm asking is, theoretically... Could you get to Atlantis from the Baja Blast tank? <laughs> you know what? I think so. Like, Hell I, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's like mostly water-based, I think you can reach Atlantis through it. Nice. Oh, yeah. That actually leads to like something else I was going to say, which is like because Atlantis is an underwater city, um, as soon as you arrive there, you start kind of like the city sort of adapts you to underwater life. And, like, how that works exactly varies from player to player. Like, some of them, like, it change, they change very, like, not very much at all. Or, like, it's, like, some cases, like, you might get turned into a shark. And some, like, you just kind of get gills and get pretty wet. Yeah. Of course, my first <laughs> thought here is uh, Wyatt Mason 3 with uh, yeah. the gills <laughs> and the... That's- Fins yeah, that's stuff. who I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, and constantly wet, wet as well, just dripping seawater. Yeah, oh, that sounds pleasant. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just have a lot of towels. Yeah, poor trip. Yeah, poor trip. That's something that's kind of a common theme around baseball. It's like people getting changed by the locations they're in. A yeah. few different teams have that as part of their lore. Uh, like yeah, yeah, the crabs and the beams. For example, those are the yeah, big ones yeah. at least, but everyone's got it to some extent. That's true. I mean, you know, yeah. Even even the tacos, kinda. I guess if you were there for the unslam, it's a different story. But yeah, I think like you know that's kind of interesting how like each team leaves its mark on you, yeah. sort of say. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess like um, since we we're talking about how the city is sort of like 
it changes you. I guess we can talk about exact sort of like why that kind of happened. Cause like, um, getting into our first, like Georgia's player, the rugby, like part of Yeah. Love so rugby is <laughs> rugby Friedrich is our beloved, like not exactly a captain. He's just sort of like the beloved player on the Georgia's. I love rugby so much. So I know I. very little about it, but the art I've seen is fantastic. Violet fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually, I was meaning to say this, but like a lot of Georgia's lore is very like IRM based because like part of the lore is that like there's so many different versions of players like just in the city. So like for Rigby, for like the most common one that people know, it's like he's this little goldfish like inside of a block of ice limbs but he also has like an irm where he's a boat and another one where he's a marble statue yeah there's like no wrong interpretations with the torches so like with rapey like his backstory is actually tied to like why atlantis is the way it is because his backstory is that like he killed the patron deity of the city which kind of destabilized the whole place that's a little rude <laughs> um well Poseidon kind of sucked he deserved it yeah. <laughs> it's like what what do you do deserve that um I, I like backstory yeah it's like very ancient history so I think like basically the thing is like like Poseidon was like a very like tyrannical ruler so like and Rigby adds like he just does not put up with that kind of thing like it and he'll let anybody know like he's very because of like this happening where i think like poseidon was trying to use his power for his own game because rigby has always been interpreted as like this very powerful being oh like yeah rigby very just powerful would. goldfish yeah <laughs> basically kills god makes um, joins the baseball community instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, Rigby just couldn't put up with that. So he like killed Poseidon. But um, there's actually like now in the present day, there's a tradition like killing Poseidon Day where everyone in the city gets their chance to like kill Poseidon. Does he come back? Yeah. Or basically, like-, like, you know, he's just sort of trapped now. Like, he can't actually he hold any power over this city, but he's still kind of uh, alive, kind of. So, like, everyone in the city, like, gets together on this day and, like, gets their own chance to kill him. And it's, like, this big party, this big celebration. That's awesome. I'd, I'd love a chance to, to kill Poseidon. That'd be really fun. Seems like a fun weekend activity. Yeah. I think Poseidon deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, it owes me 50 bucks. I feel like that holiday is like the equivalent of Christmas to Atlanteans. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. It's like a very big holiday in Atlantis. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and like, you know, oh, Rigby having this power to kill a god and like repeatedly kill a god, basically like destroy all of his power. Um, this one is like, it kind of depends on the interpretation, of course, but like 
So we have this other player who's an ice giant. So it was saying like her ancestor basically trapped Rigby in the ice, which is why he's in an ice cube. Oh, like, yeah, they imprisoned him for his God killing crimes, but not just like because he killed Poseidon, just because like he was getting too powerful and they were scared of him. That imprisoned for YouTube crimes picture, but with a goldfish instead. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, like, getting into Geraldine Frost, the ice giant player we have, she was the one who granted him limbs so that he could, like, play baseball and, like, function, you know, again. I did not know that. That's really interesting. I also didn't know that she was an ice giant. I knew she was, like, ice-related, but it's interesting. Yeah. I know she's blue and has pointy ears. That's all I can remember. Yeah, they, yeah, that's like the common interpretation of her. It's like this ice giant lady. Who, like, because like she's basically made of ice, she can just kind of like reshape herself however she wants to like look however she wants. But, you know, it's like she can't really withstand heat or anything. She's very cool. No pun intended. I just realized that it was totally a pun. <laughs> Wow, okay. (laughs) Well, she is very cool. (laughs) And and very cold. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, you go first. Oh, no, like, go on whatever you were going to say. No, no, just trust me, trust me. I I want you to go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was just going to say, like, because, like, she's basically granted him these limbs of Rigby, like, he wants to, like, you know, go off the cuff, just kind of, like, start killing whenever. But he kind of knows that, like, she could very easily just take it away. So, like, she's the only person he would kind of consider, like, a rival to him. Oh, that's really cool. Mm. Everyone else, he thinks, like, he could take very easily, and he probably could. Yeah, Rigby with any kind of weapon sounds horrifying. I mean, Rigby in general sounds horrifying. I would not <laughs> want to tussle with Rigby. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, whatsoever. Yeah, and he's, like, very intense at all times. Like, it. I think he cares more about, like, victory and, like, being the best at something than, like... It, I think he would, would, like, pretty gladly sacrifice people just to, like, be able to win and, like, mm. kill God. Oh, my he, God. No, he's very scary, like, honestly. Yeah, scary little goldfish. It's just a funny little goldfish, it's, man. It's also really funny that one time, this is this is not, like, directly lore, but this is, you know, related. Um, that mm-hmm. whenever, um, I think it was, like, was it that he was, like, smooth and chunky at the same time? I, it might have been, like, he either had smooth <laughs> or the chunky modifier. And it made him an absolute beast at base running oh in, my God, yeah. in peanut weather. And like we're talking like above two uh for FK oh, stats that involve wow. base running. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it was actually like terrifying. Yeah. Crime fish. You could run, but Rigby is faster. He is coming. <laughs> just, just imagining and, a goldfish in a giant ice cube with, with arms and legs just running towards you it just super fast horrifying it's kind of thing that the sim plays into the lore a lot it's lynching how it does that all the time oh yeah like his his stats definitely play into it because like the thing is like his current stats where he's like i think he's the third 
highest stars in the entire game right now. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. And this is like post peanut. Cause like he took a, a peanut very early on. Oh yeah. But then like, yeah. And it's like, he's actually gotten cured recently, but like he just kept like partying, he kept like racking up stats and it's just very terrifying. <laughs> Let's picturing him just with a party hat and a very angry face on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, you know, I think this might segue into something else, but I do. I also remember at one point that Rigby was pitching in an eclipse and ends it up. Mm-hmm. I, it might, I think it could have been a day 54 eclipse. I don't remember. But Rigby was pitching in an eclipse and the game just wouldn't end because Rigby was just not letting it end. And everybody yeah. was just Oof. horrified. The eclipse game just would not end. It was just terrifying about that, actually. Yeah, yeah, I remember that coming too. It's like he just would not let any hits in or anything. There was just like this, like terrifying. I think it was like a Georgia's Flowers game, something like that. Just very terrifying, like stalemate. Yeah, the flowers, the Tories incineration magnets. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, (laughs) I don't even. I don't even remember if it was like day a a day fifty four, but if it was. That's like super cursed. <laughs> yeah, like extra terrifying because like day 54 is like the cursed day for the Georgias. That's when like Herc Alighieri got killed. That's when like Flattery had the very cursed reverb, which we'll talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the disaster. Okay. God. Okay. Um, so before I forget, mm-hmm. where did Milf be come from? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um. I'll be honest, I was not there for most of MILF B, but as far as I can tell, it was just like, you know, that was back, it was like RE8 had just come out. So, you know, everyone was talking about yeah. Lady Dimitrescu. That's what I think it was. And yeah, and I think like, I think it was just kind of like, because they're both like terrifying. And so like people were joking about like Rigby, his like ice cube head on her body with a dress <laughs> <laughs> amazing it, yeah yeah it was like on the wiki for the longest time but they finally removed it when like milf became banned in Bingford. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of curious all this backstory and like personality stuff does that apply to all the irms they're very irm heavy is that like a consistent running between them or is it are they completely different I believe like that the Poseidon killing stuff is applied like usually applied like to all the IRMs and I believe the personality is too because like I think for most of like Georgia IRMs like personality is usually pretty consistent between them like but like Rigby is an outlier and like his backstory being the same between like his IRMs but I might also be wrong about that. Interesting. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it depends. I did not expect this of Rigby because, um, I <laughs> like he's a funny little goldfish man. Why is he so <laughs> mad all the time? He He's just like incredibly powerful. And I think like, you know, his looks definitely add to that because no one expects him to just like be this terrifying god killer. <laughs> Like, I always see um, art of Rigby with him smiling, like, all the time, but it turns out that's a smile of a killer. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's terrifying. Like, if he's ever mad at you, like, you might as well give up. Yeah, I was going to say run, but 
as we discussed earlier, that's not going to help you. Yeah, no, he's so famous. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> I love Rigby. I hang on. Um, I want to draw Apex Predator Rigby if I have oh my the God. time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if the ice ever melts, how much trouble are we all in? Um, a lot because, like, you know that that'd be Rigby at like his full power. Oh he, no! Yeah, he's nerfed right now. Oh God. It's horrifying. What what would a tiny little goldfish do? Like kill a god, apparently. Okay, true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gerald and Frost, for your service. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> Speaking of, I think she's. I think she's next, right? Yeah, yeah. She's. Yeah, she's like. Um, she keeps him in check. And. Yeah, she's just like you know this ice giant, as we discussed before, but like. Um, she has the pregame ritual, like knowledge, like foot fixating on her upcoming on their upcoming death is what I think hers is. Oh, pleasant. Yeah. So, like, because of that, she's kind of lured as being able to have like somewhat precognitive. Like, it could also. The thing is, like, that sentence isn't always necessarily like her upcoming death. She can also like kind of see others upcoming deaths oh yeah so like for the longest time you know she didn't really try and get like close to her teammates because like it, if you know exactly when they're going to die that's like really uncomfortable yeah or poor geraldine it has to suck like no way to avert it or um well like you know you can try but i don't think like it's kind of like you know, with, like, prophecy, sometimes all you can do is just, like, watch helplessly. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Bluey. It, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. It says here that she's shipped with Riley Firewall. Why is it called Firefrost and not Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not responsible for that. You can't put that on me. <laughs> Shark boy, yeah. lava girl. Well, that I don't happen, think, Georges. Well, I don't think there's any boy involved here. Yeah, point. Um, I'm not totally familiar with Riley Firewall's lore, but I don't think they're employed. Like, checking the wiki. Yeah. What if I looked it up right now? I mean, I think we could have uh, shark, lava, and boy girl. <laughs> Or maybe shark, oh, yes. shark, and lava, lava. Is acceptable. <laughs> um, yeah, from what I'm saying, like, Riley uses all pronouns as, like, not super, like, gender. Oh, yeah. When I mean boy, I mean, like, in the sense of boy, gender neutral. Like, oh, here come that boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Understandable. That makes sense. Anyway, Firefox is a very, a very sweet ship. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. They're very cute, and, yeah. you know, like, I think, like, that sort of ship is what started, like, the um, Georgias and the Jazz Hands, like, holding hands, and now we're married, so. Oh, yeah! Congratulations. I never even made that. That was that. Timing, Thank by you. the way. Wow. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Georgias. Oh, yeah, and, like, awesome. Love it. Yeah, Georgias. How could you ignore a name like George as? 
It's a perfect ship ship name. You got to go with it's it. It's a good yeah, name. It's wonderful. Yeah, and like Liquid Friend, I think entered the polycule at some point. But again, I'm not like super familiar with that because like that's not really my wheelhouse. <laughs> I think it makes sense. You have like water, ice, fire. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, I thought you were talking about the George's Jazz Hands polycule and was like, Liquid <laughs> Friend is married to two entire teams. Two entire teams and Liquid <laughs> Friend. <laughs> Listen, I mean, like, they could be. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty much all I have for Geraldine Frost because, like, I think, like, the main thing is, like, she kind of warmed up to her team over time. Like, you know, that kind of trope of, like, the defrosting ice queen. No puns intended. Isn't that yeah, dangerous yeah. for a frost giant? How dare you? We have puns in this house, Bluey. <laughs> yeah sorry this is a pun household good that is a wonderful and good thing <laughs> i personally really like puns i do too anyone who says otherwise is a coward so true so true actually <laughs> the puns are free absolutely uh, so we're, we're talking about Neek next, right? Is that how you pronounce it? Um, I've seen people pronounce it both Nick and Neek. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know because <laughs> it's not short for Monique, which is what might make you think Neek. But like in my head, I always thought like Neek for the longest time. Yeah. I, I, it's actually pronounced cyber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced cyber. <laughs> that joke never gets old. I actually don't pronounce uh, it as cyber. I pronounce it as like S I B R, like unlike like the two interpretations of cyber or cyber. I just God. say the acronym. Yep. Okay, but moving on <laughs> yeah. to, to Nick. Uh, yeah, so like Nick is like, for when we came down, she was like the first player in our lineup. Of, and like, in warring her, I think, like, we really created, like, kind of the foundation for the team. Because, like, she kind of, like, with her, we kind of put down a lot of the vibes that a lot of Georgia's players have. So, personally, I would consider her one of, like, the most important players just for that alone. Yeah. Yeah, she's, so her lore is that she's this, like, middle-aged black lesbian who's a marine biologist. So, like, already there, you have, like, the kind of vibes that a lot of Georgia's players have. There are many benefits to being a marine biologist. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and someone has to say it. Dying. No. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. She came I back. She came back. It's fine. She hit the bricks. Yeah. Yeah. We did have to put in so much effort to bring her back because, like, um, yeah. Part of the reason we worked so hard to bring her back is that. Uh, her lore is that she's the reality anchor of Atlantis, which, like, basically she stabilizes it, keeps it from, like, just going off the rails. Because, like, we kind of needed a reality anchor after Rigby killed Poseidon. Whoops. Rigby. Whoops. So, so basically, like, Rigby did... So, like, Rigby did the Grand Slam of Atlantis. Yeah, basically. Nice. What what is a reality anchor? Um, so a reality anchor is just like a person who keeps uh, Atlantis kind of together just by being there. Like 
uh, part of her lore is that she doesn't really have any other versions of herself the way other people do in Atlantis. Like, there is only one Nick. Oh, that's cool. Well, there was yeah. only one Nick. Now, then, then there was zero for a while. And now there's one again yeah. in Philly. Yeah. yeah. In Philadelphia. It's fine. It, it's fine. She, she's fine. Don't worry about the debt. She's she's, <laughs> she's better than ever. Don't worry that yeah. she was trapped <laughs> in the sun. Sun. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just just don't worry about it. Ugh. Yeah, so like God, um, I love when she old died. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when she died, it was like first of all, she's like this very beloved player, and it's like she's also kind. She was the captain of the team for the longest time. Like she base, she's like I guess you could call her like the team mom like she kept things running she like kept the team together like there is another incident like a few seasons before her death where like as soon as she was swept elsewhere that's when her Alighieri died oh yeah so it's mm. yeah and i think that was when like um something else bad happened but i cannot remember <laughs> what it was i think like that was pretty close to when Flattery got reverbed as say, well. I was about to say, if it's the Georgias, yeah. I'm willing to bet that it was Flattery reverb. <laughs> the Georgias, bad things happening, totally a Flattery reverb. Yeah, speaking of Flattery, Nick is married to them. Yeah, like, so sweet. Yeah, they're just this like very loving old couple, and I care about them very much. <laughs> Same. Uh Flattery's our peers doing a really good job at that as well. Yeah, that, yeah, that's my friend Jasmine. Oh, it's Jasmine. I did not even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fla uh, Jasmine is behind like a lot of like Flattery and Nick Lord because like she loves oh. them very, very much. Also, I Jasmine is behind a lot of the art for the Georges. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Jasmine, like, she took on this big project where she drew every single George's oh, player, and she looked like, oh, still doing Jasmine? it. Yeah, I actually just saw um, some art today um, of the one of the uh, Short Circuits players from the George's. Yeah. That was really good. Like, yeah, she's really determined. Yeah. She's doing it for, like, all the Short Circuits players, even the ones that are going to explore explode, like, we're recording this a couple of days before Short Circuits 1 starts. So, like, they're going to die very soon, and she's still drawing them, which is just incredible yeah, to me. It's awesome. These players have one day and 16 hours to live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crying, but sad. Laugh, or laughing, yeah. but sad. Oh, um, God. Um, do you remember um, in the lineup, does Flattery go first or does Nick? Um, so like, uh, Nick was the first and then like when Flattery did eventually get moved to the lineup, I think like they got put in front of her, either that or like it was Nick and then Flattery. So they were like right next to each other on the lineup. Yeah. Cause but, yeah, either way, that's cute. Like, whoever yeah, was, was behind them was, uh, was really good at slam dunks, gay plays. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even put that in my notes, but like Nick, every time she's done a skateboard trick, she's like done it really cool. Like oh yeah. I don't 
there's like a list of them somewhere, but like she does like really cool skateboard tricks and it's very funny just for the mental image of this like middle-aged like scientist doing the sickest tricks you've ever seen. That is awesome. I think she- That's goals. That is actual goals. Yeah. I think she even did a few like as a ghost, which was even cooler. Oh. So like possessed uh, Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. Possessing a Kennedy loser. That's really cool. She- yeah. <laughs> Sick ghost skateboard tricks. Ghost lesbian scientist. Hell yeah. Middle age. Hell yeah. Ghost skateboard tricks. That is just, that's just such a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That is everything I aspire to be in life. Even in death, she's okay, maybe still not the so ghost fucking part. cool. Honestly, <laughs> like, that's why we had to bring her back. Like, we needed to see more school, some really cool skateboard tricks. But then she came back as a pitcher. And also and, in Philly. And in Philadelphia. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. Uh, Handshake emoji about uh, characters that we really like somehow ending up in Philly in season 24. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now they might still exist. I, I think, you know, like she is kind of unstable right now. Her and Nan are both oh, yeah. unstable right now. Exploding, but, you exploding know? Nick prank. It's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would hurt so, so bad. If, oh, I would. Oh God! If Nick died of instability after getting out of the shadows, God, that would I would. Suck. I would honestly cry. Honestly, that would suck so bad. Ugh. I mean, like at least at least Nan could hit the bricks because they're Roman. But yeah, yeah, we would have to like. Hopefully, you know, like before she exits the shadows, we can like do a quick revoke on her so that she can also come back whenever she wants. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. But then she can't stay anywhere. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with revoking for immortality is that they also can't really find a permanent home. Oh, that is true. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Take it from me. Yeah, that's true. Like, she could just be, like, going on a nice vacation every once in a while. And I know since uh, Nick is actually, like, pretty popular, um, I have a feeling a lot of teams would be pretty happy to see her. I think that would be a yeah. pretty cool adventure candidate. I would love to see what Nick would be like on the tacos. <laughs> oh, that would be oh my so God, cool. Yes. I'm just imagining like Nick and Felix Garbage being friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, they would have so much to talk yeah. about. I mean, they are in very, very, very different fields, but also like they're both scientists. They talk probably each other with each other about like their research, stuff like that. that I don't know. I, they would be friends. Yeah, I th- I think they would be friends. Yeah. Even if they're in different fields, academics will either get along famously or just despise each other <laughs> for no real reason. True. Nothing, nothing in between. <laughs> True. There's yeah. no neutral yeah. in academia. <laughs> I could see them, you know, like explaining their fields to each other and just kind of like hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, but I think those two would get along. I think they'd get along, yeah. I declared yeah. that they would get along. It doesn't mean anything that I declared it, but I think they should. <laughs> you declare it, it is thus law. I, I agree. It's the law. They would get along. If you disagree, um, that's too bad. <laughs> going to loser's jail for being wrong about fictional characters on the internet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that reminds me, we should talk a little bit about like debt and post-necromancy stuff and, and stuff like that. Yeah, because... Um, 
So like, you know, we've like been referencing it, but like she did die very in season 20. And it was like the very first death under Sun's son. So, you know, it was like the big George's joke was that she was trapped in the sun. And like the way it lined up, because like as soon as Sun's son exploded, then we managed to bring her back. Oh but unfortunately, you know, it came with debt. And uh, like. Which it, debt does she have again? She has a redaction debt. Hmm. Which, like, is honestly very sad because she ended up in the Mild League. And, like, the Mild League has so much yeah. more, like, coffee than the Wild League does. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and then, wasn't it Nick that also, was it Nick that redacted, like, Mike Townsend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like, whoops. Yeah. It, and, yeah, she redacted Mike Townsend and Ollie Mueller. And I think there were, like, there was someone on the stakes that she also redacted. And it's just like very sad. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So like, um, she, there's like only one, uh, pies versus Georgia's game that season in season 24. And like, it was Nick pitching like only one series. I mean, sorry. Yeah. But like the one where she was pitching, like she like faced her team. And she almost hit uh, Bendy Dennis, who was like, oh my gosh, this, this like new player who like Nick has never seen on the Georgias because it happened like the season prior. And it was like, yeah, she like hit Randy Dennis with debt. I mean, with the, yeah, she beamed bonk. I actually have the list here uh, of everyone that uh, Nick shaked. I think it yeah. is. I, that that name is far too scattered for me to tell. Uh, person on the Fridays, uh, Ronan J. Lee. Da oh, Demi Blather. Yes. Oh my God. I redacted the. They redacted the ghost. Yeah, she redacted a ghost. Oh, the ghost yeah. redaction. And then Mike Townsend, Ollie Mueller, Bees Taswell. Oh God, um, Bees Taswell. Did, didn't yeah. Bees? Didn't Bees Taswell actually get redacted? Yeah, bees got oh, redacted, yeah. I think, and I think, I think bees is still like you know in the secret base, still an attractor. Oh no! I, there's at least one person who did get redacted and like pretty soon get attracted, but I don't know who it is. Yeah, I I, I know um, that right now there are like two, at least two, um, in that are like still just missing, still just forever redacted, and that's a the Chorby replica, which I don't remember which Chorby replica, and then also Forrest Best, who was Nan's first redaction and only redaction, which is sure oh, interesting. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it was Chorby too. But yeah, like Forrest, Forrest Best, like it's just very sad because like yeah. they they were playing for a while and then they got redacted again by a shark bite yeah. and it just had not come out at all. Yeah, yeah. Who was Nick's replacement for uh, when she got incinerated? Oh, so, like, when she got incinerated, she got uh, replaced by a player named Chloe Ji-Un, who is, like, um, got Lord as, like, a kind of, like, a scene angel 
uh, who uses it, its pronouns. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I love it, its people. Yeah, like Clove is really cool. But um, um, yeah, it was part of like this maneuver where like it took a soul from like, I think it was uh, Tiana Wheeler who had stolen like Chorby's soul because like the Georgias had light handed. Yeah. So like we took oh, that man, soul and balloon. gave it. Yeah, and gave it to Clove and like shadowed it, and then like, yeah, that was really. And then space program that was so. Cool. Yeah, we were planning to like permanently float. It was like that was so cool. Yeah, um, you really took. You think we swim to hard, Georges? <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. Like I remember, like there was so much debate for the first time when we were debating even getting like Torby Soul Five. Is the replica where the soul came from? Like, because I, I think a lot of people were debating like how light handed would work with it. And they were really scared of like getting bit by consumers. Yeah. But it worked out great for us, honestly. It did. That was like a really cool thing. And then it was, I think it was like Tiana Wheeler then stole it uh, yeah. because of uh, Fandom Thieves Guild. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that one was just tunnels. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Oh, right. was it tunnels? I think that was tunnels. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and then we like took it from Tiana and gave it to Clove, who then like exactly. had it taken from it by a uh, Phantom Thieves Guild, and then was stolen by Phantom Thieves Guild. Oh, yeah. It's in Miami now. Yeah, uh, Clove's in uh, Miami. Yeah, it's in Miami now, oh. which I think is. Um, it's having a good time there. Well, I'm glad it's happy. Yeah. Having some parties. Dale. Dale. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, like, um, you know, it's like since Nick was our reality anchor, people were, we were kind of considering having, like, Clove be the replacement anchor. But, you know, like, now that Clove's in Miami, like, kind of not really sure what to do about that one. I mean, it could be a reality anchor and also in Miami. Those aren't mutually exclusive. True. Just, Might cause problems, but just it's not anchoring Miami right now. It's really impossible. I mean, boats need anchors, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, let's talk about flattery for a bit. Yes. Um, flattery uh, uses they, she pronouns. So, like, Something I didn't mention while we were going over Nick is that, like, Nick is a marine biologist from the surface. So, like, Flattery is an, Atlant uh, an Atlantean who is a terrestrial biologist. Aww. Oh, that is adorable. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, Flattery is, like, also middle-aged, like, and a lesbian. And, like, I think, like, one of the common things that's in most of their designs, like, they have like octopus either like body parts or like as part of their body or like just their hair. It's very, you know, like it, there's octopus elements there is the point. Yeah, I love the vibe that I've seen so far for flattery. Just so cool. Uh, just yeah. kind of like mad scientist chic. Very, very cool. I love it. Oh, yeah, hmm. definitely. <laughs> My favorite trope ever is like old people who are mad scientists living together yeah yeah actually that was like part of the flattery lore is that like after 
Nick died, they were doing a lot of like mad science experiments with uh, another player. We have Nancy Grackle. So like they were doing all these like kind of mad sciencey things to try and like bring back, see if they could like figure out how to bring Nick back. It was like very unhealthy, but. Mm. Says in your notes that they met Nick after they were mauled by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, Flattery was on the surface trying to study bears and they got mauled because like, well, you know how it is. <laughs> bears like fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. And I think like Nick was in the hospital and that's how they met. Oh, that's cute. Why was Nick in the hospital? Um, I think Nick was like, she was either like working there or she was just like visiting someone. I can't remember exactly. I think it might be that she was working there. Was it like Which, in the surface? The hospital? Yeah, it was uh, on the surface. Because Nick is from the surface. It was kind of, it was a mutual mauling. Oh, okay. Because I was imagining after the bear incident, she probably just jumped into the ocean to escape the bear. And that's how Nick and, Fl and Flattery met. That's oh, what, no. <laughs> what I had in my head. <laughs> God. No, yeah. Uh, Flattery was like on the surface studying bears and they got mauled because um, sometimes you just aren't as careful with bears as you should be. Why didn't you just punch it? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. True. Be a bear puncher. Yeah, be a bear puncher. <laughs> that might work if you're strong, but Flattery's like a middle-aged scientist that's not usually great at punching. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. Favorite, I, I don't think, like, yeah, I don't think Flattery's, like, very strong, to be honest. Like, they're just, like, uh, they could probably take a few people in a fight, but not like if they had to, you know. What was uh were they married already before the alternate? Yeah, actually that's like part of their lore. Cause like um so Flattery had their alternate called, but before the alternate, they were just they didn't really care very much about baseball. They cared more about like their studies and their wife. So like the alternate was called and basically the only difference between like the alternate and the original is that the alternate kind of cares more about like batting specifically. Like they're like, oh, baseball is kind of cool, I guess. But they are still married and it's like basically the same as it was before. But like, you know, it's a little like rocky because like, Flattery's kind of different, but like they're basically still the same person. How does the whole alternate thing work with Atlantis's whole alternate selves, many worlds thing? Yeah, so like I think like with alternates, when you call an alternate of like a Georgia's player, it just kind of pulls one of the alternate selves usually because like I don't think it's not like um, with like other teams teams where like an alternate is pulled from like a whole other dimension and it's this whole big thing it's kind of like very casual i think in atlantis so is the uh, original flattery still around somewhere death i think so the, like they're still around and like i think they do play still play baseball in like another timeline but in a, another like dimension but you know it's like 
they can still access this one very easily. They're just kind of like around. Okay, because I can imagine um, Nick and Flattery going to some parties, you know, introducing each other. Nick is like, hi, my name is Nick Nyanko, and this is my wife, Flattery McKinley. And this is also my wife, Flattery McKinley. (laughs) (laughs) God. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Oh, like speaking of the alternate, you know, like, hey, um, so when the alternate first happened, you know, like Flattery was like incredibly bad. Flattery started as just outright like the worst picture picture on the Georgias. Like their FK stats were incredibly bad. So like the Georgias were like, why don't we call their alternate? It can't get any worse. And it did. <laughs> never, never say that. Yep. We had Aura Glover. Yeah. Look at Glover. Three times re-rolled. Managed to get worse. Three times worse. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, after the alternate, Flattery's, like, pitching was a lot worse. Like, basically as bad <laughs> as it could be with, like, the Georgias having, like, you know, those locked stars. Because the evolution stars, I mean, evolution. Yeah, yeah. I think like not going to get a Glover out of it. Yeah, I think if it had been possible for Flattery to have been rerolled with like half a star, they would have been. But yeah, but the thing was, their batting was actually like a lot better. Like their batting FK now had like a lot of potential. So we're like, why don't we move Flattery to uh, batting? And this was like before the move will existed. So at first we were going to like do this big swap with a, I believe it was, um, it was a mechanics player. So I'm trying to remember who it was. It starts with a G. Was it Gia Holbrook? Gia Holbrook. Yes. Yeah, it was Gia Holbrook. We were going to like do this big swap with like Gia where basically like we sent it them flattery and like they send us Gia and then like we would like take Flattery back once they were like on the lineup just to like swap them to our lineup but none of it like went through because like instead like some really weird Wendy's happened that season (laughs) and it's like very weird to think about yeah that wasn't the uh what season was this was that the Ivy uh when Ivy came over there it wasn't. Was no, it? that was way no, earlier. That was, that, okay. Yeah, it was like, I think it was the season where uh, we accidentally stole Ortiz Lopez. Oh, that was a beautiful oh, incident. Yeah. Ortiz. Yeah. I love Ortiz <laughs> so much. Yeah. So <laughs> for like people who don't know, there's like a while where someone off Discord kept like taking lovers players for some reason. Like they took yeah. Night Triumphant and then they took Ortiz Lopez. <laughs> Didn't you lure that person? Angelica oh, yeah, off yeah. Discord! Yes! Yeah, so now they're known as Angelica off Discord. I love that story so much. Also, the design. I think it was the design that uh, that Rosie made uh, for Angelica yeah. off Discord is, is like a genuinely a really pretty design. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because like Rosie was doing a lot of like 
designs for Angelica. And I think like Rosie also did uh, Jessica Tulafone oh, yeah. around that same time. Ooh, I love Jessica Tulafone. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Somebody better add off Discord to the egg pool. Honestly. Honestly, yeah. I think that would rule. Night triumphant, world-renowned bad player, according to yeah. <laughs> CNN. So Night Triumphant landed on our rotation, and they were really bad at pitching. So, you know. Despite their five, six stars in pitching. Yeah, it was just like their FK was really bad or something. So, like, we were having literally the worst luck in the world. And it's like, you know... People were like very jokingly mad at Night Triumphant. So Robin, who writes the George's uh, BNN uh, blurbs, wrote that like, oh, I don't think we can succeed because we still have Night Triumphant, league-renowned bad player. And the lovers got so mad. So like they kept <laughs> doing it. <laughs> and like, you know, it was this, it's still like this very like, uh, like running joke where every time one of the Georgias sees like Night Triumphant, you know, we like go mm, Night Triumphant. We'd like get mad and talk about league renowned bad player Night Triumphant. <laughs> it's really funny because I I'm so conflicted because on one hand I love the Georgias, on the other hand I was a lover for the entire like first Grand Siesta, uh, the first Grand Siesta. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. man was there, and so yeah, I'm like. God, I love Night Triumphant, but also the jokes about league-renowned bad player Night Triumphant are kind of really funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they Maybe are really love funny. Love a player and dunk on at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because like we know that they're like actually a really good batter, mm -hmm. and like it's not like we actually hate them. We did kind of turn them into a lobster while they were in Atlantis. That was cool. I liked yeah. the lobster interpretation. Um, yeah. Are we talking about? Oh, right. We were next. We totally got off flattery. topic. We bounced yeah, around. We got very off topic. But we were talking that's about That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Off topic, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just kind of talking. But yeah, like. Uh, oh, yeah. I was explaining um, how we were going to like swap flattery over to the mechanic. But that didn't work. And then like. The next season, I think the, that was when the move wheel got introduced. Like, so mm -hmm. at the end of season fifteen, we finally moved Flattery to, to uh, the lineup, and we're like so happy. We're like, oh, we might actually be good this upcoming season. And how and long did that last? <laughs> until the until season sixteen, day fifty four, when the firehouse reverb incident happened. <laughs> yep. And I remember, I remember the reactions to that. And I hate to say it, but they were kind of really funny. It was unfortunate, but they were funny. Oh, I, Honestly, rem like, I remember I seeing that in Blaseful struggle tweets. Oh my God, there were yeah. so many struggle tweets. It, it is very funny, like, especially now looking back, but like, you know, it just like literally as soon as we bring them back, I, as soon as like we make a move towards being good, the sim is like, no, you're not allowed. Yep. That's actually like something I was like going to bring up, like part of like Georgia's culture, just kind of accepting that no matter what we do, the sim does not like us. It's so true. <laughs>
isn't that didn't this happen twice um almost oh so like yeah like the second time they were caught in a reverb but it was like um they actually reverbed back to the <laughs> lineup oh yeah like in the same reverb which was really funny <laughs> Uh, I, I scrolled back in the novel to the uh, conversation. I don't know if it, that was the double. Mm-hmm. Was that the double reverb? Yeah, it was. Okay. Like- yeah. I am so sorry. I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I have a confession to make. Um. So I said in the first game that reverb happened, I was like, man, this is kind of boring. Uh, let me let me see if I can actually find it. Uh, I was oh like, man, this is boring. God. I really want something I want something to happen. I want there to be like a feedback or a reverb or something or a, oh I don't know, something one of these games. <laughs> and then, yeah, a rotation shuffle. And then mm-hmm. I renamed the channel as a joke because the, the Georges have so much reverb. I said, I, I renamed the watch channel to watch Georges wiggle. And then the oh. next game, <laughs> and then the next game, and they got reverbed again. Oh my God, you cursed us. <laughs> Apollo just the hit me on the Oh my God. How, like, Peanut Profit Plus Plus Plus? Because I, I, I think so. I, I will never get over the time where I uh, I literally predicted and I made a checklist predicting that Nerd Pacheco would suffer a super allergy. Oh, oh no. Come oh, on, Alexa. I know. I feel so mad about it. You also predicted um, with White Mason 10 um, going elsewhere a bunch of times. Yeah, that yeah. too. Oh, Max. God. Poor the Max. House. Poor Max. Max to just never gets to play. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's probably saved their life a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, weren't there, like, a few games where, like, Max and Ivy, uh, Wyatt Mason 4, were going to, like, be playing in feedback, but then, like, uh, Max was swept elsewhere just in time. Actually, something? I don't think so because in order to prevent uh, static, both have to be unable to play. And the only time oh. that that actually happened, that they were both unable to play, um, I think maybe there might have been one point where they were like both elsewhere. Um, <laughs> but the only time that happened was whenever they were both shelled. <laughs> oh, and I don't okay. even think they. I don't even think they played in reverb. Like we managed to get incredibly lucky. <laughs> Or not reverb, uh, nice. feedback. You managed to get incredibly yeah, yeah. lucky at avoiding feedback. Oh, speaking of, like, when Ivy was shelled, that actually reminds me, because, like, um, so, like, Ivy came to the Georges shelled through, like, um, this very funny three-way trade. And then, like, a few, like, shortly after, Flattery was uh, shelled by Fran Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, then uh, uh, Ivy was picked out, and then Flattery was picked out sometime after that. So, like, both of them had super allergic. But then Ivy uh, echoed with Flattery, and it's like, which got rid of Echo Fraud, I, my beloved. Super allergy <laughs> crimes. Yep, Echo yeah. Fraud, my beloved. It was very funny. <laughs> we were losing Wonderful. our mind. I remember when that happened, we were all so confused. And then we realized, <laughs> oh my god, echo fraud. So do you have a lore explanation for that one, or you're just letting the sun handle it? Um do, wait. I think Do we Did the Georgians have anything think... for that? I don't think so. I think it was just like um Hold on. 
as far as we're concerned, it was just kind of like fraud. Yeah, I am going to ask real quick to see if there's anything. I'll get back to you. Yeah, because, yeah, and it like, it did work out because eventually Flattery got cured of their own super allergy. Because, like, God, seeing what happened to Nerd Pacheco, I yeah. still feel awful God, about it. Nerd Pacheco. Killed by Peanut Fong. Yeah. Oh, that was, it was Peanut Fong. Yeah, man. Peanut Bong destroyed a man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my god, we were talking about Flattery McKinley. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Listen, there's just so many things going on with Flattery. Like, I have in my notes that Flattery is a slapstick character who somehow has some of the saddest angst you've ever seen. Because, like, things keep happening to Flattery that are, like, hilarious. And then, like, their wife dies. Like, there's no in-between for this character. It's either, like, the funniest thing ever just, like, happens on Tuesday. And then, like, something horrible and gut-wrenching happens on Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, we I to, love flattery. I remember the flattery. Yeah. We need a code that just having You go. I remember uh, the Jordans made a, a flattery troll face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. God. That. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the flattery troll face is an uh, emoji in the bubble. Because uh, I think Jasmine naturally made it for a comic related to the uh, reverb incident. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we need to bully the game band, adding this a having a good day mod. Let make them put it on a flattery. She deserves <laughs> oh, it. Oh, my God, Yeah. Nothing bad can ever happen to this player. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, a lot of the players that Flattery is, like, incident, like connected to, like, uh, McKinley on oh, yeah. uh, Flattery is their yeah. mentor. That's true. <sighs> yep. My beloved Otten. For some context, um, McK um, Bluey actually roleplays as McKinley Otten on Twitter. Yeah, that's and does a very good job at it, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we should probably talk about Otten a bit. This is supposedly a Tacos podcast, so we should probably talk about Otten a bit. Yeah. Um, so on, like, uh, her lore is that, like, she lived in California before, like, basically being taken, like, ending up in Atlantis, where she met Flattery and, like, Nick and the rest of the uh, the Georgias. And basically, like, Flattery became her mentor, which, like, is very funny because, you know, Flattery is just kind of doing, they're doing a job at pitching, <laughs> is <laughs> what job. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I remember the day McKinley Otten came out um, was the day um, Yummy Elliot faxed out and um, McKinley Otten faxed in. Uh, yeah. I think it was actually like Georgia's a flattery. Game. It was a Georgia's game. I remember. Oh, yeah. Was it? Was yeah, it? it was. I think it was actually like flattery who batted in the facting run. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, just like, you know, they have the sort of mentor relationship and like on is very like connected to Atlantis because like part of her lore is actually that like Atlantis adaptation is what allowed her to become like her fursona become a sea otter 
<laughs> That's the true power of Atlantis. Enabling yeah. your fursona. Yeah, exactly. You can't come to the tacos if you're not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she couldn't. How did that happen? I don't know. Like, because like on the tacos, we started out with a lot of like, like human man players. And then like. There were some I, human women in there. Yeah, we started out with like mostly human, like men and women. And then like, I guess we kind of wanted to shift away from that. Yeah, after the Unslam, I think, well, we didn't really have much in terms of new characters after the Unslam, now that I think about it, and, and I for think like it, a while. I think it all started when we, um, when sex and came a horse and everything just turned into furries oh, from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot, oh, a lot yeah. Just do feedback. Sex and be as soon as, yeah, as soon as we turned Sexton into a horse, it was like, okay, we don't have to hold back anymore. We can do whatever we want. Pretty <laughs> often, I looked it up. It's actually Slosh Truck that knocked in the run that got Ot Man. Oh, okay. Slosh is very cool too. I do like Slosh. Yeah. Well, the Georgia's game though. So. Oh wait a minute! I just remembered something that because of the troll face that was bound because yeah. they kept getting the fifth base. I remember now. Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. So like um. So there's a while where the fifth base was in the bubble, like the uh, Georgia Stadium, not the side server. And so, <laughs> first of all, there's an instant where uh, Sosa Hayes picked it up, went to Miami, and then like, like the ferry like picked it up, then went to Miami, played the Georgias, and put it back down in the bubble. So Sosa <laughs> was our enemy for a while. <laughs> Love Sosa Hayes. Yeah, it was very funny, but oh my god, we were mad. So like after that, <laughs> um, <laughs> like there's a game where like Flattery picked up the base, and we're all like freaking out, like oh my god, we can't lose Flattery. We love Flattery, and then they put it down, and we're like, oh okay. And then they picked it up again, and we're like, what? And then they put it down again. <laughs> like, well, you see, it wasn't done yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, there were there's twice in one game, and then there was a different game where they picked it up once and then put it down. Like, Flattery would not stop picking up that fifth base. And uh, eventually someone else did, like, pick it up. But, God, we were, like, begging somebody anybody else to please pick up the base and like take it away from the bubble i think it was baldwin breadwinner oh it was baldwin breadwinner yeah i think so or chorby short because um this was before the centennial happened and i remember they had the fifth base in the centennial game no was it dunlap figueroa had it at the centennial ah yeah, yeah. so yeah i guess like i think it might have been chorby was it Chorby Short? I don't remember because I remember at some point like Chorby Short picked it up and then yeah. went to the jazz hands and put it down. Yeah, yeah. I think that happened. It's, yeah, because that explains why Chorby Short ends it out on the jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was because of the, um, the trader mod uh, that the flowers got. Right, right. Yeah, like where they kept. Oh, yeah, the flowers were just playing catch with that thing. Baldwin had it and Baldwin ended up on the flowers 
And then a bunch of people just threw it around each other. And at the end of the week, it ended up on Chorby. Yeah. And then Chorby like left. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Like when the flowers kept passing around all their items <laughs> all the time. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a non-baseball fan listening to this and wondering what we're talking about? Baseball is <laughs> incomprehensible. It's absolutely incomprehensible. Yeah. It's wonderful. I'm very sorry. It's fine. <laughs> That's just how baseball is. Yeah. So uh, is there anything else that we have to say on flattery or we pretty much covered everything? Um, I think we went through it. Yeah, like I, they have a lot of angst, but also like they, a lot of very funny, like unexplained moments. I think like if anything ever happens to the Georges, it probably happened to flattery. So true. Okay, I think we can move on to my favorite player ever. Woo! It's Jan. Oh, yeah. Jan Ken. Yeah, let's talk about Jan Canberra, who is so cool. Um, can Jan Barra? Oh, you bet she can. <laughs> <laughs> so Jan is uh, the current captain of the Georgias, basically self-appointed, like, it was after Nick died, and Jan was like, well, fuck this. I'm stepping up. I'm the captain now. Good for her. Good for her. She deserves it. Because um, I yeah. I love pirate lady skeletons. I want to agree. God. <laughs> yeah, Jan is like an old, an old pirate. Like, basically, she died sometime, and she ended up reanimated in Atlantis. I think it was Atlantis that reanimated her. Yeah, who um, who drew her with flesh? I think that. <laughs> oh my god! That's a fantastic sentence out of context. <laughs> yeah, someone drew like a. Have, have we even mentioned that she's a skeleton yet? I hope so, because I think yeah, she's Sigley? like a reanimated yeah. skeleton pirate captain. Okay, yeah. I hope that was mentioned solely because uh, I think saying. That this character doesn't have flesh is something that's very scary. You don't know that they're a skeleton. <laughs> she edited out every true. mention of this word skeleton beforehand to maximize the impact <laughs> of that sentence. <laughs> don't do that. It's a bad idea. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, like, you know, she's just like, oh, she, like, hunts for treasure, basically, in her off time, like, so, like, there's a, in the very early days, she was, um, she was on the lineup. And, it's like, uh, she would try to steal and fail very often because, like, this was way back in the beginning when her stats weren't very good because she hadn't partied a billion times yet. So <laughs> Yeah, she has, like, so six then, stars like, in base running now. That's, will we ever see Jan bat? or steal we may never know but one day yeah we may never know because like um she got reverbed to uh, the rotation in the same reverb that flattery got reverbed back to the rotation (laughs) (laughs) but like unlike flattery jan is actually a pretty good pitcher so like the joke was that she got chained to the pitching mound for her base ceiling prize (laughs) And is, is that why Rat Mason ended up pitching? What did you say? Is that why Rat Mason ended up pitching too? No, Rat Mason ended up pitching because the semi-centennial was oh, rude to yeah. us. I know. 
bad joke. Never mind. Oh, but oh, like, okay. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the gods spied Rat Mason because they were just way too good at escaping. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. that was that nothing was will mean. ever top that. So Georges, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Georges, like Jan, there was a while where like Jan and Vito Kravitz were like on the same spot. So whenever like they were. So whenever the tacos and the Georges were facing each other, they would play games, like at, play the same games. So like they were based, they basically developed like this rivalry. Well, this is back when Stilted rivalry. <laughs> this is back when Gino <laughs> was still good, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, and like Jan was always like pretty good, but she wasn't as good as she could as she is now back then well now she's so a lot like, better than Vito. so congrats to her yeah <laughs> thanks ruthlessness nerf but but unlike unlike Vito, she she can actually run and steal and not fall and not yeah. kiss the ground say, thanks Vito. she's not marry the ground yeah she's basically better at base at everything than him <laughs> oh Vito. welcome to the dunking with Vito rabbit sour yeah, thanks a lot, Vito. Um, <laughs> I I like to think they're still rivals, but like Jan just kind of rubs it in his face now that how much better she is at everything. <laughs> wow. Um, she would. She would. She would. Yeah, yeah. She she would. Oh, and like, um, she talks in like this very old timey pirate like accent, so. <laughs> Imagining the two of them arguing is very funny to me because, like, Vito has this, like, Boston accent. I go, uh, skeleton, skeletor Boston accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a kind of a gruffer thing like this. Hey, wait, that's actually really <laughs> Yay, good. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Just, that was really nice. Yeah, I'm, I like doing voices and stuff. You're good at it. Yeah, I think you're good at it. Thank you. Um, so yeah, like Jan's kind of like, she's kind of the current like heart of the team because, uh, she kind of steps up to like kind of manage things. Like she's a, actually a surprisingly good captain because a lot of people before on the team, like before she stepped up, kind of thought of her as like irresponsible, but she's actually shown herself to be pretty capable. Yeah. And I think like if Nick. When Nick comes back to the Georgias, I, like, I, when? Yeah, when, not if. Jan <laughs> will still, like, stay the captain because, like, it was a lot of pressure. And I think, like, Jan can manage it pretty well. That Jan sure can. Jan can. Yeah, Jan can. Very same brain cell. <laughs> Impressive for someone without a heart to be the heart of the team. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like being a captain in the Georges is like super cursed. Like something bad happens to you, but not Jan. I'm sure nothing will bad happen to her. She's like chained in the mountain listen, forever. No, listen, she the her bad like hey, what's what's this next line was briefly sent to Tokyo. Yeah, because like her bad captaincy thing already happened. Because like, um, and like she was the one who feedbacked for Gooby Balson. So, like, she was in Tokyo for a while. Yeah. So it was Jan's fault that Gooby got incinerated. I was about <laughs> to say, and he sent Gooby to the tacos, and then Gooby 
scored five runs. Well, like, <laughs> it, so, like, on the Gooby Twitter, like, Gooby had made the tweet, like, I want to be the captain of the Georgias or something. And then, like, Nick died. And then he feedbacked for Jan. So we're like, oh, so he took out both of our captains. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Whoever runs at Gooby Balson Twitter account probably has actual psychic vision. Gooby's a bot. Yeah, it is a bot. bot. It's a Markov bot, I believe. Which makes it even worse somehow. Yeah, I, I know. So. Yeah. Like, how does the bot know? We... Tomorrow is Taco Bot. Tomorrow is like... a bot this whole time. I thought it was a person. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's it's actually a bot. You didn't know. Oh my god, this revelation is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I was the exact same when I found out. It's it's a very psychic bot, though. God. Yeah, it's a bot that is very scary, and I don't understand. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes the Gooby bot comes on and replies to tweets randomly, and it. Freaked me out one time that it happened. Yeah. I was like, yo, Gooby saw my tweet. <laughs> yeah, because like most of the time, you know, like you reply and it doesn't say anything. But like one time, I think like I like replied saying, hey, don't steal Nan's blood or something. And it just like smiled at me and I actually got scared. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Gooby Bolson has heard you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, Gooby was a Georgian. We're talking about Jan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I don't think I mentioned that, like, part of Jan's design is that she has, like, she usually has, like, a gem in her eye, like, kind of like Sam Sundertail. I mean, what? I wasn't going to say it, but... <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Vito sometimes has Sans Undertale energy. No, Vito is too Schmertz. Oh, you're true. Right. Yes. You're right. Vito Schmertz. Yeah. Vito Schmertz. Vito could not pull off Sans energy no matter how hard he tried. Well, the way I think Jan could though. The way Lolo the yeah, way Jan Lolo could. draws Vito gives me that energy. God. <laughs> I love dunking on Vito. Jan is not better than Vito at everything, actually. Vito oh, yeah. has 0.1 batting stars more than Jan does. <laughs> that's it oh well he's got one thing i guess his fk is probably worse though <laughs> oh absolutely oh absolutely considering <laughs> how much he loves the ground yeah <laughs> oh yeah so like for a while like when we got jan back like when we took jan back from the tokyo lift sorry thanks for taking good care of ankle halifax tokyo lift we love you um <laughs> Like, we're, like, really excited. We're like, oh, we're going to be a good team now because we have Jan. We have really good pitching now, actually. And then I believe, like, I don't think that was, like, the reverb, like, the turntable season. But, like, basically anytime we think we're being good, like, something immediately just, like, happens to ruin <laughs> our whole day. And I don't remember what it was as after we got Jan back, but I know it was something. Yeah, I think we can move on to yurts. Yeah, yurts. Yurts. Yurts, 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 yurts. Yeah, so yurts buttercup, who uses any and all pronouns. There's actually two main yurts interpretations. There's like 
I think the one that's more known around the league is like the one where they're a whale shark who has like a crown of flower, like a flower crown. And like, they really love flowers. They're really friendly and nice. And like, there's another interpretation who is also very friendly and nice, but like, um, they're a diving suit that has, that's being piloted by a parasitic flower crown. And like, there's also, there may or may not also be a rotting corpse inside the diving suit, but that's neither here nor there. Very different vibes, those two. (laughs) They're like basically the same personality. It's just like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) One is significantly more unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the thing is like, usually like if you try and look inside the diving suit, you can't really see anything but there probably is a body in there. Great. Good. Yeah. Because it's a good thing to know about. Yeah. Aren't you glad you learned about the second Yurt interpretation? <laughs> <laughs> the Georges have a different type of a uh, lore vibe compared to the tacos. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we're in the deep sea. We might as well use it, you know? Yeah. And like, I, the diving suit is pretty popular, but I don't think it's even on the wiki. But like, I mean, the wiki hasn't been updated really? in months and months. It's been closed in season yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so don't blame them for. There was somebody a needs lot. to add diving suit yurts because it was actually like one of my favorite interpretations. I saw some cool art of it. Yeah, like it is a it really cool interpretation, and I like it a lot. Yeah, like yurts like is this really nice and friendly individual. Um, they don't really speak in either interpretation. One thing I thought was really funny is that in their, their, uh, pregame ritual is watching reality TV, which is just very funny for this, like, very nice, <laughs> very friendly, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that is really funny. Or also just this, uh, this diving suit. It's horrifying. Yeah. Like, diving suit. Just watching reality TV, chilling, watching, keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> so, Louie, yeah. are, uh, are you ever going to mention the giant Caprice and Yurts in the document? Oh, that did I not mention? I was hoping oh to avoid that conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're all just like, oh, what? <laughs> that, that occupies an entire page. It's so huge and so menacing. <laughs> I wish you guys could see it. I really <laughs> wish you guys could see it because it is... So far beyond cursed, it has hair. It does have why hair. Is, it why, hair. Why, why is it furry? Why is it why furry? Why does it have sharp teeth? <laughs> All right. So, like, let's talk about the third uh, Yurt's interpretation, which is the Sun Yurt's. Somehow more frightening than the rotting corpse inside a diving suit. Yeah. So, like, how this thing started was um, Jasmine, who I mentioned earlier, like, just had this image on hand and like asked the keepers, hey, which Georgia's player is this? Oh no, it's like she posted it <laughs> in the general channels and then like the keepers were like, which Georgia's player is this? And she's like, oh, I'm going to ask the rest of the Georgia's. And they all said yours for some reason. Like I think it was like two yours. separate people who both <laughs> who both like responded, oh, this is yours. So I guess it's yours. And it's like, I mean, the thing is, like, this image, it comes from this really weird, like, Capri Sun, like, advertising campaign 
where all the Disney sons are like fantasy creatures. Like there's one this that's is like an edit. No, this is real. I was looking it up. Yeah, this Gio. is real. This is from a real advertising campaign. There's one where the there's a dragon one. There's like one that's like a Viking lady. Who approved this? <laughs> I don't know. It's very scary. I'm gonna try to find this commercial. And if I do, I'll put a link it in the show. <laughs> I know, I want to find it Put it so in the shout-out yeah. zone or something. Yeah, because, like, this one, like, the one that you're is, is, like, um, it's, like, a Yeti, I think. But, like, you know, it just basically has hair and teeth. Like, I don't know why. It doesn't look anything like a Yeti. Yeah, <laughs> I might find it if I search up, like, fantasy. I found it. I found, oh, you it. found, I found it. it. Which <laughs> one? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link it in the Discord for, for later. I almost just sent that in novel. Oh that my god! Really, something <laughs> to explain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a fun thumbnail. Yeah, there's like this really scary like series. Oh, I did like I should have also put it in the lore doc in the document, but like uh, Jasmine, there's like this like there's like nine of them, I think. So like Jasmine took each one of them and labeled them into Georgia's player. Um, <laughs> 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 Watching the ad, it is so unbelievably cursed. Yeah, let me see it if I can find it. It is cursed beyond. I mean, I sent it. Uh, I sent it in the Discord, so it should be. You can just click the link. We are definitely putting this in the shout out zone. If we have to watch this, yeah. so do you. It yeah. is immensely, immensely cursed. This is awful, um, isn't it? Uh, I know. I you guys can't see it. Uh, just like go to the go to the uh, shout out zone and uh, just just. Just watch it. Yeah. It is an experience that really can't be described. These It's six these seconds long, but it feels so much longer. It's horrible. It's so horrible. Yeah, there's like a whole series of this for some reason. Like they thought that people would like to see these weird, like dead-eyed Capri sons with like one of them has hair, I think. Yeah, why does the blonde <laughs> yeah, sure? Oh does. yeah, Viking one by the why looks of it. Why does the blonde one have hair? Old because otherwise, too, how would yeah. you know it's a girl, Caprice, hun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's unbelievably cursed, and I don't know where Robin got that image. It was Jasmine, but... actually. I think she just had it. Oh, it was Jasmine? Yeah, she just had it on hand. I don't know where she got it from. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think like, we spent enough time on this. <laughs> oh, I was just about to say that, like, there's actually, like, unlike the other Yurt's interpretations, the Capri Sun is, like, nasty and disgusting and likes <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, everyone's, like, just the worst version of themselves they can be in the Capri Suns A, which I can't believe I have the to Capri say out loud. Capri Suns A. That is the worst three words I have heard together in the last. Okay, last like twenty minutes, maybe I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's like it's so disgusting. What? It doesn't even look like a yeti. You can barely even tell what it's supposed to be. I know, it just looks like a hairy Capri Sun. Yeah. 
Hey, audiences, you know what's drinkable? How about a Capri Sun with fur? Yeah. Oh, that sounds so awful. Wait, I'm thinking that somebody could totally, like, get some uh, fur from a craft store and make that in real oh life. Oh, my God, they could. Just, like... Don't you speak this into I, existence. I, anyone who is listening to this, if you can do it, I expect to see what. Please, I I want to see it I so badly. Ogs can do it too. I mean, you made scuttles in real life. Okay, I did make scuttles in real life. That isn't even the that isn't even the most cursed thing in my uh, in my blender saves. Don't worry. God. <laughs> Imagine a scuttle. But that looks like a bacteria oh, phage. Oh, That's wow. a good one. Oh. How can this version <laughs> of the Earth's drink ooze if they are a drink? Um, Maybe they can, are ooze. How can they eat flesh either? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, they have very sharp teeth. They can do whatever they want, frankly. Uh, Welcome to Archives Unlimited, where we talk about the most cursed things ever, <laughs> starting with the Georges. Yeah, did you... Did you guys enjoy the deep dive into Georgia's lore? I sure did. This is just what it's kind of like. It's wonderful. Spend 10 minutes on Curse of Suns. <laughs> it's important. That's Yurt's. What are you talking yeah, about? What do you mean? That's Yurt's, beloved. The Georgia's player, Yurt's Buttercup. <laughs> Personally, I can't wait for when somebody uh, pays for the Yurt's Buttercup uh, Capri Sun all on the, in the Georgia and uh, Hetrius guy's minis. Please no. <laughs> you know, I can probably I can probably just um draw this shirts right now after we're done recording. Oh you can. That, that's the thumbnail. <laughs> that's the thumbnail of this probably. Uh yeah. Us just like gathered around this horrible Capri Sun, maybe even crying. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a mistake. <laughs> It's a wonderful, wonderful Harry Caprison mistake. <laughs> Awful hellfire. So, uh, you you mentioned you mentioned ooze. You haven't talked about ooze yet. Let's go back to the Georges. Oh, right. So I know ooze is a thing. So ooze, um, ooze is actually like a technical term for seafloor sediment that has like twenty percent or more organ like organic matter in it. So that's what ooze is. Yeah. So ooze in oh. the Georgias <laughs> is like we take that ooze, we put it in a can and carbonate it. And there's like a billion different flavors. Oh my God. I didn't realize that's what ooze was. <laughs> what? This is still bad, but it's not so as awful. bad. That makes spicy milk look like a five star restaurant. It's very beloved in Atlantis. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you can't make an actual drink out of it, IRL, and, you know, try it. Winky face. Wink. <laughs> Wink. You will die. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think if you drank that, you would die of every disease. Well, oh, yeah, don't drink, like, actual seafloor sediment. Hey, if someone out there makes an edible version of ooze, I, I drink it. Okay, true. If, yeah, true. If there's an edible version of ooze, I would drink it too. As long as it doesn't like taste the part. No, it has to taste the yeah, part. That, What's that's... the point? Okay, no. It has to I'm taste out. like I'm out bad or else it isn't ooze. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
that is an awful mental image. But it also, if you live in Atlantis, you have to like it. Yeah, I, I don't think like there's... Is that like... It's not... A legal requirement to citizenship? No, it's just like the kind of thing where like, like because like everyone around you is drinking it so much, you just kind of get used to it. It's like an acquired taste, I guess you could say. Oh, that makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't. Because it but. burns out your taste buds. <laughs> and hey, I mean, that's the adaptation. Atlantis <laughs> makes you able to eat or drink. Yeah, ooze. that's the real adaptation. Like, forget about like growing <laughs> gills or whatever. Well, the yeah, like the thing about ooze is like there is like a bunch of different flavors. So like you can basically get any flavor of ooze you want. Like there's peach, there's like shrimp flavor, there's like soup, there's um, like chocolate cake or like gumbo. Is shrimp flavored ooze just dirt with a bunch of dead shrimp in it? Probably. I don't know. I don't make it. Oh, 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 oh. Right. so it's vile. <laughs> I mean, you would probably like it if you're a sea creature who likes shrimp very much. Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, if you were a sea creature, you'd love ooze. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, now it all makes sense. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized something. So, does Atlantis have any movies? Yeah. I think, I mean, like, it's basically just, like, a city, but underwater. Okay, because I, um, I just realized something. Uh, does DreamWorks Shark Tale exist there? <laughs> yeah, I think it does. <laughs> Oh, God. Is it like a documentary? <laughs> no, I think it's like, you know, when people make movies about L.A. and it's just like this ridiculous. Like, it's like Beverly Hills Cop is to actual Beverly okay, Hills. Okay, but that means like, that <laughs> means um, <laughs> this universe, Shark Tale is like live action. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Shark Tale was filmed in actual Atlantis in the Blazeball universe. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like, I thought you were implying that like Atlantis and Blazeball, everyone looks like the characters from Shark Tale. No, that's horrifying. <laughs> I mean, with the whole alternate infinite selves thing, there probably is an that probably god. happens somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god, cursed. And no one speaks for a solid five seconds after that. Oh, I thought that. my headphones weren't working. <laughs> no, we're just thinking very hard about like the implications of that. Like, there probably is like a whole like uh, Shark Tale like counterparts to all the Georges. Great, we're probably going to make a Shark Tale <laughs> AU after oh, we can't publish this episode anymore. We happy can't we bring this out of the we'll, world. We'll probably publish I... <laughs> in the bubble um, at some point. Just in the bubble for <laughs> <laughs> So that's the Georges. That's the Georges. Yeah, that's like a basic overview of the Georges. I, on my notes, you know, I included like the six like core Georges, but there's a lot of other players too, and a lot of like, like pitching dearly machine. beloved, like I, yeah, pitching machine, pitchums, my beloved. You guys had oh, I love pitching pitch machine and Ortez Lopez at the same time, right? That was I. You finally got them together. I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They were together for like one season before Pitchums got taken to the fall what a season it was but you know 
we're in the vault now, so I think they're together. Oh, yes, yes, they're together. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, I love those two. Uh, objectively, the best baseball ship. Oh, I oh agree. absolutely, they're so good. I can't leave this podcast without mentioning that um, the Georges Under Sea mod has never helped them. <laughs> no i think like so like the undersea has activated some like nine times and i think we've won one game yeah um, i remember the time of the iconic moment where the georgias met michelle sportsman and they were about to win until uh, rigby uh, until rigby let yeah. a whole run for basilio mason and rat mason in the last of course it was rigby yeah, it was rigby he he wants to win so bad, and he doesn't understand things like underhanded and unruns. <laughs> he let out a home. He let out two home runs in the very last uh, inning. Was Rigby pitching for a while? Yeah, Rigby was pitching for a while. Then he got reverbed to uh, the lineup for a bit, and he was very terrifying. Like, you know, he's a beast. And then, like, the semi-centennial happened, and he and they placed him back on the mound. Great. And honestly, I don't, yeah, I don't know which is worse. He's terrifying either way. He has eight pitching stars. He does. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, like, as far as, like, total stars go, it's, it's uh, Winnie has, then Castillo, Turner, and then Rigby. So that should give. If you're familiar with those players, that should give you an idea of how strong Rigby is. Rigby oh my. is horrifying. Fear. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. I think the team would actually fall apart if we ever lost him. <laughs> so I think I think that's the episode. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically everything. We want to like Compare stuff to like the tacos Lord all because it's supposedly a tacos podcast. I don't know. I think like, you know, there's a lot to compare like the differing infinities. I think someone compared it where like Los Angeles is infinite on the X axis and Atlantis is infinite on the Y axis. I really like yeah, that comparison. I like that too. Yeah. Like LA is like physically infinite. Like you can actually travel to different Los Angeles. Yeah. Atlantis is all in one space, but it's like a very deep mm -hmm. space, almost. Yeah. Well, there's a pun in there again, damn it. <laughs> I think we can do some shout outs. Uh, does anyone want anything to shout out? Um, well, first of all, like, shout out to Jasmine on the Georgias. We mentioned her a lot in this episode and that's because like she does a lot of work for the georges we'll link some stuff in the in the shout out zone definitely yeah um as for me um please go watch amphibia that's all i talk <laughs> about and also psychonauts too <laughs> if you have time oh, yeah. play the game uh it's bluey a really got, good game yeah bluey got me hooked up on it and now i can't stop thinking about about the game Oh, good, because I can never stop thinking about that game either. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like link to the Steam page in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs>
It's actually on sale right now as we're recording this. I don't know if it'll still be on sale when the episode goes up. It probably will, but still buy it, please. <laughs> yeah, buy it anyways. Shout out to the shout out to the concept of yeah. friendship. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. have anybody in specific, uh, you know, to link to. I mean, I guess uh, shout out to um, Connie Rob slash Robin um, for like. Starting and being the like creator of so many of the cursed Georgia's things. It's wonderful. The work you do in creating cursed <laughs> content is yes. just so admirable. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for all the cursed content. You know, it haunts us every night. <laughs> Thank you. We will never forgive you. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you, Bluey? Oh, uh, you can find me either in the taco stand or usually in the Georgia's channel as on main cord. I, but sometimes I'm also in the taco channels. Like it's just, you can just like find me either or either of those places, I guess. Or I guess you can find me on Twitter, the Mc, the McKinley on Twitter. I'm there too. You can find me at, uh, at drifter soda. I, I don't have any baseball art that you can see unless you scroll through the video page. I've just been, <laughs> I just only talk about amphibia. I'm sorry. <laughs> this frog show, this frog <laughs> show has a vice grip on my brain. Uh, where can people find you, Ops? Um, so I, uh, I hang around in the uh, taco stand sometimes. I'm just a ping away. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter at Irunian. Um, all I, I post vague, very, very, very vague <laughs> posts about literally half of the time, nothing. Um, and also I post a lot about dogs and baseball, <laughs> but I also post a lot of dogs. Um, so come follow me. Oh, uh, you can find me mostly on the taco stand or sometimes in Mako, but usually on the taco stand. I'm usually lurking, but I'm usually there. I do have a Twitter, which is Diodragoni that I never use. Maybe like one retweet a week, if that. <laughs> Dragoni is also an AO3 and has lots yes. of really great fix about baseball. Really you should awesome go read fix. it. Yeah. Thank you. I had to plug myself. Thank you. Yeah, I've been really loving uh, your fic about uh, season 24. There's a lot that happened at season 24. Yeah. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. You know. Yeah. Archives Unlimited.